Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 78. Today we're talking taxes, taxes on your business and as a business owner. Joining Shai and I is our special guest, Craig Smalley. Craig is a tax expert designated by the Internal Revenue Service as a certified tax resolution specialist. He is an author of over a dozen tax and accounting books on Amazon and co-founder of CWS EAPA, a nationally recognized brand of accounting and financial services with locations across the U.S. Craig is joining us for a deep dive into business and business owner taxes, audits, strategies, and why we probably want to add a tax accountant to our financial team. Good morning, Craig. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So great to have another Craig on the show and that will take over the world, right? Absolutely. More Craigs in the world. It can only make things better, right? That's it. So Craig, I'm curious, what brought you to where you are in the tax world today? What got you started in the tax side? What's really funny about this is my father's an accountant. So what happened was when I went to college, I went to college as an English major and I was going to write the next great novel. And the girl that I was dating at the time told me she didn't want to marry a broke writer. So she said, why don't you major in accounting? And that way your father will hire you. You'll have a job. So I took my first accounting class and I failed it miserably. So I took it a second time and I had a really, really good teacher. I had her for accounting one and accounting two. And then I got into tax and tax is very creative. So there are different types of accountants. Saying that you're an accountant is very generic. So accountants specialize in this, that or the other. I specialize in tax because it's creative, because one plus one isn't always going to be two. There's always going to be some gray area. There's always going to be some case law. There's always going to be some reason that we can go down a path where we don't have to pay as much money in taxes as we would typically have to pay. Greg, I love how you characterize taxes as being a creative pursuit. That's a little counterintuitive to me. Tell us more about that. Well, if you stop and think about it for a minute, you have Congress that makes laws, right? And then what happens is you have the courts that interpret them. I'm licensed to represent taxpayers before the United States tax court. So just because a law is a law doesn't mean that it can be interpreted in one way. It can be interpreted several different ways. So in doing this, you do a lot of research. And if the law says one thing and the tax court interprets it as something else, then now you have case law and it is completely different, you know. So that's what I love about tax. There are creative ways out of paying taxes. And I see, too, that you didn't completely give up the starving writer side of life. It looks like you've you've actually have quite a few publications listed here on Amazon. 
Yeah, I ended up writing 12 books, and I'm also a columnist for about seven publications where I write um, tax-related articles. So no, 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 I never did give up on the writing part of it. And so what drives you to, to keep publishing? Oh my gosh, there is so much misinformation out there or things that people don't understand. So the best way I can explain this is every time there's an election year, everybody says they want to simplify the tax code. Well, the tax code isn't simple because there's people like me, because we're always trying to find a way around something, right? So once we found a way around it, Congress just makes another law, then we find a way around that. Congress will make another law, we'll find a way around that. So you can try to simplify it again, but it'll just be the same thing. We'll be finding ways around it. And that's what people hire me to do. Craig, what seems to be some of the trends recently for a small business person that they should be aware of? Uh, Well, first of all, we're operating under temporary guidance. The tax laws really need to be overhauled, and they've been kicking this down the road and kicking it down the road. And and finally, they kicked it down the road until the election, and we got a new president. And we're supposed to have on this major tax reform this year— Now they're saying it may not happen until 2018 because there's other things that they're dealing with. But what basically happens is Congress will meet in December and they'll put a patch on the tax code, basically making it the same as it was before and making it retroactive. So it's kind of hard to be a tax accountant in my position because... When we're doing planning, we're like, well, will this be eliminated? Will that be eliminated? And then if tax reform goes through, there are so many different things that we can do that are going to be really, really exciting, you know, provided that they stay in the form that they say that they will. It sounds like a tremendous challenge, not just for you, of course, as an advisor, but for the business owners that are trying to keep up with all of these issues. Yeah, exactly. And that's usually, you know, business owners, if you don't have an accountant that specializes in taxes, find one. Find one that is guiding you. Now, I know that we do tax planning every quarter. So what we do is we basically just by changing the way that you do things just a little bit can save you tons of money in taxes. What kind of mistakes do you see made with regards to tax planning for business owners? What I see business owners doing is one way to avoid paying taxes, obviously, is to spend money on things that you may or may not need. One thing that I always point out to a business owner is, why not pay yourself? And when I say that, I'm talking about retirement plans. Why don't we max these retirement plans? Like for instance, a 401k for a small business owner, you could put $53,000 into that. Now, if you do something like a defined benefit plan, you can put up to whatever your compensation is. So if 
your compensation is $250,000, you can put $250,000 into a retirement plan. And remember, that's your money. That's not you going out and buying a bunch of equipment and writing it off. That's your money. So anytime that you can pay yourself and do it in a tax-free way is the best tax planning that you can do. It's really almost where your tax strategy should start, right? That's exactly it. Not only that, depending on the way that you're set up, most of the companies that I deal with, they have two corporations. They'll have an S corporation, a C corporation. But depending on the way that you're set up, you can also have these tax-free fringe benefits that you can pay yourself. For instance, you can have a company car, you can pay for somebody's education, you can can have a health reimbursement plan where the company reimburses you for all your healthcare costs. So there are so many different ways that you can eliminate your taxes and get the full benefit of it personally. And how about the risk of audit? I know there's a lot of business owners out there that have this difficult relationship with trying to, on the one hand, maximize their tax benefits, and on the other hand, being really terrified of audit. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? There's two things that the IRS looks for, and one of those are differentials. So if there's a large differential of income or expense from one year to another without an explanation, then that could trigger an audit. And then another thing is economic reality. And let me sort of explain what that means. If you're telling the IRS that you're making twelve thousand dollars and your mortgage interest is fourteen thousand dollars then what did you live on so there are little things like that that you should really take into consideration but you shouldn't be doing this i mean you do what you do for a living and you make a lot of money doing it you should have somebody else worrying about this and guiding you and telling you how to do that and that's one of the mistakes that i see a lot of business owners making that they don't have an accountant in their first year they end up owing all this money when it all could have been avoided Craig, when working with some of your clients in the past, what's a great example of how tax planning can be incorporated into their future planning purposes? Well, for instance, I have a surgeon that's a client of mine, and before I met him, his tax bill was $350,000 a year, and he was paying that over and over again. And what we did was we set him up to where he has as I was saying before, defined benefit plan. So what he does now is he pays himself $250,000 a year, and then he takes $250,000 and puts it into a retirement plan. So he's just saved $500,000, and it all went to him. It didn't go to anybody else. And so now his tax bill is right around $10,000 and he's extremely happy and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no risk for audit on that. That's just you taking advantage of the tax law as it's written. In looking for a tax attorney, what should I be looking for when I'm out there surveying a number of working relationships with a tax accountant? 
you need a tax attorney when something's criminal, but with a tax accountant, you want to find an accountant that specializes in taxes that keeps up on the tax code. The tax code changes every single day. There's a court case. There's a revenue procedure. There's something that affects the tax code every day. And you want to make sure that the accountant that you're working with stays up with all of that. Because if they don't, they can cost you a lot of money. And there are two different types of accountants. And one type of accountant is just worried about compliance, which is filing tax returns, making sure payroll taxes, sales taxes are paid. All of that's important. I do that as well. But one thing that they don't do is they don't advise their clients on how to save money and how to do these different tax strategies. And if that's something your accountant isn't doing, find somebody that does do that. And how often should a business owner be meeting with their tax accountant? I meet with my clients once a quarter because things change in businesses, right? So if I set up a strategy today, that doesn't mean three months down the road, that's the same strategy because things change. So every three months, once a quarter, I meet with them. I tell them this is what we should be doing now because businesses are fluid. I mean, they're constantly moving and so is the tax code. So there are different things that we can do. And and I do that at the end of every quarter. So, Craig, you know, you talk about ideally a tax professional is helping you not just make really good strategic decisions in the business, but really from a tax standpoint, right? Maximize your tax benefit, minimize your tax spending. And once we trust a tax advisor and they have access to all of our information, it can be hard for business owners to really make that switch. And the other question is, like, how does a business owner know whether or not someone is really getting you the maximum benefit? and when it's time to make a change. If you're paying more than $15,000 in taxes every single year, it's time to go talk to somebody else. My clients are usually paying about $5,000 or less. If you're paying all this money in taxes, then it's time to make a switch. Craig, we really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And is there anything else you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Yeah. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go to cwseapa.com. You can schedule an appointment from there, either by phone or in person. We have offices in Florida, Delaware, and Nevada. I have a federal license. I can practice in all 50 states. And I don't charge anything for an initial consultation. In my initial consultation, what I do is I get your last three years tax returns, business and personal. And what I do is I analyze those for you. I give you what my tax strategy would be. And then, of course, I give you a proposal of of what all of that would cost. But the initial consultation and all of that is free. Our guest today has been Craig Smalley, Certified Tax Resolution Specialist, Co-Founder of the Accounting and Financial Services Conglomerate, CWSEAPA, and author of over a dozen business accounting and tax books on Amazon. 
You can learn more about Craig as well as find links to his website offer in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. This episode has been sponsored by Align for Business at Align, the number four, business.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.